Welcome to This Just In, the show bringing you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And now, for the fastest voice in healthcare, here's your host, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to This Just In. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. In these segments, I'll bring the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, corporate growth, and innovation. Today, we're broadcasting from the This Justin Studios on the Business Radio X Network, as well as a Healthcare Now radio network. For this episode, my 269 episode, we have a very special guest returning, Brett Hunsaker. Uh, Brett is known as Mr. Smooze and has been doing sales and marketing as well as leadership of sales executives for almost 35 years. Welcome to the show, my friend. Great to be here, Justin, as always. <laughs> I love it, my friend. Um so Brett is just, uh, you know, he's all around a great guy, but he's also just a true expert when it comes to sales, uh, as well as networking, um, just an expert. So he's got a great book uh, that was written about him called Mr. Schmooze, The Art and Science of Selling Through Relationships. So that is, like I said, a great book, and you will certainly want to uh, check it out. And I love these shows, hosting on best practices around business, strategy. You know, here we're going to do sales, marketing, relationships, networking, uh, and we're going to really call that out. Um here today. Again, a special show kind of focused on networking with one of the most preeminent experts uh, in the industry on that. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in. But where are you calling in from, my friend? Well, as we had one of your shows here in my backyard office, and uh, it's a beautiful afternoon here. The, we've got some good weather in Atlanta, and I'm enjoying that. And uh, again, always enjoying being with you. Yeah, Sorry, it's not in person. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just going to say that exactly. So last time we broadcast actually is in uh, I think May of 2020, or we just during uh, COVID had just kicked off. We were in your backyard, so we could be safe. Uh, but we had a uh, we had a great show. We actually did a double segment on uh, sales and marketing strategy, relationship building. Um, so, but but a little backstory there. Brett and I have known each other for almost 20 years now. Uh, and as I was thinking and prepping for this show, uh, I realized this can go really good <laughs> or really bad. Yeah, <laughs> so it we'll can see. go either way. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned in the previous show a couple of years ago, we are like brothers and therefore how we communicate can scare people, certainly if they're uh, close to us, because we get quite lively in our discussions. But I'm very uh, glad you're able to join the show again, my friend. Um, you just possess such a great in-depth knowledge and expertise of marketing, sales, business development. And I appreciate you sharing all of your wisdom with my audience yet again. So very cool. Thank you. Cool. Let's go. So you reached out to me um, about two weeks ago, and I actually really wanted to make this event. Uh, I'm pretty much in Sarasota now, uh, but you hosted an event in Atlanta and um, called "I Got a Guy" networking event. And it's a, it's a first of all that intrigued me uh, just in the beginning there, but also just knowing you and knowing our conversations and just how you've always you know impressed me, but also impressed upon me the importance of you know building out the network and, and never letting that. Um, slow down and just uh, the the term I've got a guy. I think you coined that. If you didn't, I'm giving you credit for it. But it's something that's always resonated with me. It's is you know I'm always building my network and meeting people and trying to be the best person I can to everybody out there. So you know that pays dividends long term. But also when you're in a pinch or someone that you know needs something, if you've got a guy, you've got somebody uh, that can help. Then obviously you're you're you can serve and you can really uh, you know that's kind of the servant's heart and, and want to help and give back and, and and servant leadership all stems kind of from that same premise and so when you sent that through your uh, that event to me and also you did it at the club my my private club in Atlanta which is really really cool 
So um, first of all, how did that event go, my friend? Uh, the event went well. I, and again, I'll give the, the, the coin of the, 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 the I got a guy. I mean, it's, uh, I would say, an Italian ref, reference from New York. And, I, and I've got a lot of buddies up there. And, and when you ask them, hey, you know, I need an attorney to do this or I need a CPA or I need my car fixed. There's always somebody that, you can, you know, you can reach out to that has done that or when you're going to travel or whatnot. So that's where it came from. This event was actually uh, developed a little different than some of the ones I've done in the past because it's it was focused on bringing what I'll call in today's world influencers or people that are, may not just be strictly in my backgrounds in commercial real estate and events I've done since the 80s um, have been really just totally focused on the industry side of it. This one was kind of a little different. So yeah, you're the healthcare expert I know. Why not have a healthcare expert there? Why not have a, you know, a, a data center expert there? Uh, there was commercial real estate there, people, because that's who I know well. But again, it, it, it kind of got designed by that. And we had a couple groups, uh, uh, Carrier Johnson's an architect and interior firm and Shaw Industries, a big firm here in, in Georgia. Um, yep. You know, just that there's some influential people coming into town. They wanted to get together at, at your your uh, your club, which is Chops uh, Cigar Bar. It's fabulous. When they said that, I said, yeah, I'll be happy to put together of it. And I'm always leery of doing any of these events in the summertime. Uh, I, I never did them in New York in the summertime. I've done these events all over the country, uh, very successful in New York, Chicago, and L.A., but in uh, Texas has been a great market for it. But summertime's always rough. And, and we were facing that night. Braves are playing the Angels. And, oh. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. So I was worried when they wanted to do it. But having it at Chops, Cigar Bar was a pretty good incentive for me. And so I overextend some invitations <laughs> thinking I'd get some – uh, uh, you know, people not RSVP in, but you know, we got a we got a great turnout. Probably forty people showed up. Uh, 10, 10 that RSVP didn't come, which was actually a good number. Yeah. Uh, so it was a it was kind of a and it was a, in the room they have, and it just worked out really well. So uh, and, and people got to meet the people they wanted to meet, and they met some people that they never thought they needed, but all of a sudden now those people could become friends because they have other things they can offer, not just new business. So when you do something like that, you don't always just think of new business. You think about starting new relationships that can lead to new business down the road, but you're expanding your your network of people that can help other people. Yeah, and I think that goes – I love it. And obviously, I would have been there. If I was anywhere near Atlanta at the time, I would have joined you, A, just to support you and see you, but also it's a great concept. I mean, we always – you know, it's good to always meet people. You just never know you know, how like-minded you are and then also how you might be able to benefit each other down the road and, and also learn from other people. You know, you're always, you're always out there, you know, learning in those capacities. So, you know, when you do an in-person networking event, you know, you've been doing them for many years. How has it changed in today's world? Well, it, it's funny. I think it's it, it it changed a lot over the last few years because there was no events, association events, no, mm -hmm. there was just no in-person stuff as we know through COVID, and and people trying to do stuff online or Zooms or, you know, you just it's just not it's just definitely in my world not the same. You got to meet, you got to shake a hand, and you got to look someone in the eye to see if that's somebody you want to have a business relationship or a personal relationship going down the line. So, it, it's it's changed it changed a lot then and it's starting to come back. You're seeing associations do a lot more events. You're seeing other groups there. What really is interesting. There's been, there's several groups out now that are just doing, they're doing these events, but they're, you know, larger events. They're not focused. 
they're more you know, category events in industry and whatnot. But I think the, the difference now is, is that you, and I would say, I started it when I was young in the 80s. And um, what happens is a lot of these guys do these events and it, it's just the same old people. They know them all. It's, right. it's all the people my age or it's all the younger people. Or it's, so my goal and how it's changed, I really strive to get, I mean, I had people that were interns at this event and I had people that were, you know, CEOs at, uh, that are in their later stages. And I'll just say that that way, uh, they just, you, you want to have it all different. And it's, it's funny when they, you'll, you'll see a, a, a 65 year old CEO talking to an intern because the intern's interesting for the 65 year old and wants to probably help that person or mentor that person. So it, it's changed that light as far as the makeup of the people. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, that's, I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, and I hear also though it's the in-person aspect. It's it, that never goes away. That never gets old. That's always the best practice. It's, it's you got to show up. You know, showing up is half half of the uh, success, and and you know, shaking the hands and looking somebody in the eyes and and having a conversation. And um, I know we'll talk about more best practices as we go up through the show, but that's kind of just being there and showing up is a significant part of it. Correct? Absolutely, hundred percent. So what's your goal for these types of networking events? And you know, there's ones where you attend and then obviously ones that you host. So kind of delineate that a little bit for us. Yeah, I, I think for the hosting side of it, my, my only goal is to have person B meet person C and, and person F meet person A and try to put people together that can have a, a brief conversation to see if there's any connection there. I think that's the, that's the number one thing as a host. You, you got to make sure when, and, and the, 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 let's just put it, the host is different than the sponsor. So someone wants to, you know, sponsor something, especially at Chops, uh, which is not going to be inexpensive, then they need to leave with knowledge that they've met a few people that can help with new business. And then some other relationships that will grow that will help them with new business down the road because they'll have a guy. So I think that's the aspect of this, is of the two different plays. As far as attending um, I, and again, a lot of times when I attend an event, I, I look at the event like this event. I, I look at, I want to meet five people. I, I don't need to try to shake everyone's hand. And I, and again, I think that's my difference when I attend as a host, a host, I want to, I'm, I'm moving, just taking Justin, you here's Joe and, or Mary, and you go meet those people. And then you, you're on your own with that. I mean, I, you know, that's not, I'm not going to. Well, I, I, I will build a relationship if I know the two of you have a similar, you know, goal. You both went to the same school mm -hmm. or you uh, both really like to travel to Rome or whatever. I will follow up on that to try to keep that relationship built up. But I think the, the, the main effect of, uh, of, of the host and being present, the present person just needs to make sure they're leaving with, you know, five or six people that they can then follow up with. Right. And I think also what you just called out there and also a best practice is you're following up. You're remembering something. You're maybe jotting it down. You might put it in your phone. It's, that's what my, I will maybe take someone's phone, phone number. If that's, if there's a, if there's a true connection there, and then also write down a little note and then you follow up and you keep it and you make it personal. And that's in our last show. I remember that from, you know, three years ago 
or you talk about making it personal and you even prioritize people based on, you know, things that you remember. And then you remember birthdays. You remember, Hey, that person's got a daughter. I wonder if that daughter just got married or that oh, I know the daughter's getting married. So I'm going to say something. You build that personal rapport. It's not just about, Hey, what can I get from them? And you know, I'm around when they're ready to send me business. No, you develop this and cultivate this over years and decades and decades. And that's, that's been really important. Yeah. If we don't remember that as young people, then you're, you're going to be always skipping. You're not going to, you're, you're going to wonder why you don't build relationships. And it's, it's not today's gratification. There's that there. I mean, there could be that it, it's that gratification after 10 or 15 years where I can make a phone call to certain, certain people that would be in my network. I got a guy and those people return the phone call because I wasn't always asking, you know, I wasn't banging on it for new business. And that's a whole nother, as you know, topic yeah. in sales. This is more networking is more marketing. And if you can think that in your mind, you don't have to leave with a deal. And if you can not leave with a deal, but build a relationship, then that'll come. It'll come in time as long as there's something there. And in my world is there has to be a win-win in the, in the, in the mindset of how you're working this stuff out. Yep. Totally agree. So what's your secret sauce for a great networking event? Well, it's a great question. I, you know, it, it is funny. It, the, and and, and I'll, I'll use this last one. I, you know, first of all, if you're going to have drinks there, um, you, you just make it an open bar. I mean, let, let's not have drink tickets um, <laughs> or, or something to that effect. If you just want to do beer and wine or something, that's fine. But just have really good wine and right. great imported beers. Uh, but, you know, the, it's the, the, the setup itself. So and I, and I had nothing to do with this event's because the, the, the guys are members of the club the, and I, but I made the comment about food. Oh my God. I mean, it, it, it had, I mean, guys, I had more guys come up to me afterwards saying that was the best food I've ever had because yeah. they had lobster. They had a lobster shell, a lobster. I mean, there was stuff that people don't usually get and that's a memory and you build something that they're going to remember that next time they get a call for an event or whatnot. So the first secret sauce is doing a great place. I did these at uh, Villa Cristina here in Atlanta for, I don't know, 10 or 15, 15 years. I had a buddy of mine that put them on and ran them, but we had the best food, open bar, ended up having, you know, 300 people. And the, the foundation of this event was me back in the 80s going to New York, trying to get new business in the institutional realm of uh, commercial real estate where a lot of the owners were, and they were getting, they were taking back buildings, similar mm -hmm. to what could be happening shortly. Mm -hmm. But we, I didn't have, I, it was me. It was my money. It was not, there's no company sponsoring me. So I figured out, you know, and I'd show up once a month and my buddies, probably five or six owners will go, where are we going to meet at? <laughs> I go, well, that's interesting. Well, we'll meet at Mickey Mantle's uh, on Central Park South and Mickey Mantle's, they all knew it. And uh, I just bring like my five guys, but then I went out and got three other guys doing the same thing I'm doing competitors. Yeah. And I said the same thing to them. I said, why don't you bring five guys? And then we'll just, now we got, you know, 20 people, 30 people, and we'll whack up the check. Yeah. So it was one of those, in mindset-wise, that's what I'm doing now. It, it, when you try to have a secret sauce, it's, A, make it a Class A event. If it's not Class A, then, you know, the mindset's not there to begin with. If it's Class A, people walk away going, that was a hell of an event. I'd like yeah. to go to that again. So that's the number one. Number two, have somebody at the event that is unusual uh, influencer. It could be in the government. It could be uh, just a, an executive with some company. So you try to bring someone there that people have heard their name 
a, a name recognition person that you can yep. then, you know, have people meet. And that those two things, then the rest of it all kind of works out because, you know, I just met XYZ, but now I'm meeting this guy. So I give him credit for that guy. It, it just, it's a win-win sauce. So that's, you know, do, do it first class. Um, you can do first class. If you want to just do a barbecue, you can do a barbecue, but just do it in a really good barbecue place. Right. Don't just try to see where you can, you know, say pennies. If you're going to do it, do it right. Is how I would say is the number one secret sauce. Yeah. And, um, and, and make it memorable. I mean, you know, I've spoken about both spoken about that for many years is yeah. if you can do it, do it right, but also make it memorable. Make sure when they leave, like you just said, the lobster, they'll never forget the lobster. They may not forget, you know, speaking to this executive, this, this executive may dispel some wisdom on them or some insights or strategy that you, oh my gosh, I can translate that to my industry. Or maybe you're in the same industry and now it's a relationship that you can build upon. So having that person, you know, uh, making it memorable again, lobster always works good steak and lop and, and, you know, as the uh, the, um, the the club of chops is phenomenal, phenomenal steak. Yeah. Uh, first uh, class A property for sure. So no, they do. And again, I think the tie in with that. So and also it's it's if you you got to have good sponsors. A they got to be able to write a check, but also this group, these two groups, you know, you know, forty five, fifty people, they all meet, blah blah blah. But the ten people they wanted to meet, they kept them there and then sat down and had dinner. Yeah. I, I that's huge. I mean, you want to build a relationship, so they had to. Tag on with all the people there, and then they moved into a dinner situation. So I think it's a, you know, That's it's great. also making sure your sponsors are, are in line with what you're trying to do. Yeah. Excellent. For those joining us a little late, my guest today is sales and marketing expert, Brett Hunsaker, a.k.a. Mr. Schmooze. Um, so, you know, kind of transitioning a little bit, does the size of the event matter? What's too big? What's too small? What's perfect? What are your thoughts there? Well, I, 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 I yes, it does matter. I think if you're, if you're an association or organization that has a big group, they're going to do something. I, I, I like these. We had, we were doing these up in Chicago uh, with Rick Abraham, who wrote the book, Mr. Schmooze. Mm -hmm. And Rick would always have one sponsor and 20 people. That was, that was our formula and it worked great. And we would, that, that ended up being a cocktail, then go to dinner. Um, and it was in Rick's thing, which I love. And I'll repeat it until I die is that he asked everyone sitting there and he always had the youngest, sales guy from the big organization and we had a gigantic sponsor i mean a big fortune 100 company mm -hmm. and he'd have the youngest sales guy there the head of marketing was his buddy but he'd have the sales guy there in that market chicago and he'd say to all the, his the guys at the table hey do me one favor just take his phone call when he calls you mm -hmm. and that was just you know that was terrific so i think size wise for me to manage it when you want to have the sponsors uh, meet people and the other folks attending you want to be able to have in that i i'm i, I love 30 to 50 um but i think the bigger things that were and i know you you're you're way into the healthcare world and you guys have these gigantic conferences and you have a bunch of people attending you have a big cocktail party that that's okay just create your own mini meet at or mini i got a guy right where you have you have targets of 25 30 people to get to them, you got to find some that may know them or know of them that can do the introduction. But don't try to be a participant with, you know, 500 people in one of your Vegas conferences. Fit, you know, have your team find out, and hopefully they're publishing a list that you know that okay, I know if the, these 10 people are there. We have to meet them. We need to know how we can get that introduction. The straight up cold call, hey, how you doing? Tough. But if you have a, you know, the I got a guy network within that group. Just create your own event within an event. 
I think that gives a lot more value to the time you're spending at a, a larger conference. Yeah, and, and talking about larger conferences, this is a kind of a, a great time to ask this question. What are some tips on working a networking event? Because it's, you know, obviously you can get lost in the crowd. You can stay too long somewhere. So what are some of your best practices there? Well, I, I, again, I, 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 I'll team up with some people. I mean, I, I, what you want to do is have four or five, and, and it doesn't have to be your direct competitors, obviously, but yeah. four or five people that have different subject matter expertise that know two or three people. That Now you've got 15 people that you are targeting together and you work that list. And you know, again, for massive events, I like to do those, keep it for the first uh, hour and a half, hour, whatever. But that group is going to end up at a dinner somewhere. I think that's where the relationships build up. And you have your, your, you have a team of, and everyone should have their own board of advisors, if you will, that go out and, you know, you could say, Hey, you're at the event, you know, two or three guys, let's, let's work this thing out. And, and you know, let's after the, the cocktails are done. Let's go out and have dinner somewhere or whatnot. I think that's 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 a secret sauce for a major event. Mm-hmm. You got to team up. You have to team up with someone that's not in your company, unless you have a you know a guru that knows everyone. Right. But you can find some because people want to hear different subject matter. Right. And um, right now, today, what you want to have at any event you go to, you want to have a guy that knows everything about AI. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Right, right now. When you go to an event, and it's a huge event, you want to track down and find out who there is, the AI expert, meet with that person, understand it, and now you're walking up to anyone you want to walk up to. You can go cold call walk up and say, hey, I don't know if you know this you know, uh, guy, Joe Smith, uh, you know, but a, absolutely an expert in AI. You want to, you know, and they'll start talking about it. I mean, they'll, you know, chat GPS or whatever. I mean, it'll just, they'll just, it, yeah, it'll just happen. So I think Part of that is finding out what is the biggest trend in commercial real estate right now. If you and I brought some folks from some big firms that everyone want to talk to. And by the way, an interesting part: if you can find someone that's at that event that's retiring the next month or has retired mm-hmm. but still goes because they've been going forever, they're the golden goose because they know everybody. Right. They're kind of done with what they're doing, and everybody will. Hey, so what are you doing now? It just starts the conversation. So no, excellent best practice and thoughts there. So kind of my final question, got a couple minutes left. We've transitioned a lot, obviously with COVID, we've pushed to Zoom. There's a lot of business travels, you know, shifting dramatically. Um, that takes a toll on business in general. I mean, business is still getting done in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways, it's also not getting done and relationships are not getting built. So how, what are your best practices? And we touched on this initially three years ago, but you know, what are some best practices for relationship building in a virtual world? What do you got? What do you, what do you think there? Well, first, I'll commentate that I've been through five of these. This is the fifth down market. Uh, real estate was going to be destroyed. This is since 1980. Yeah. It was never coming back. And we've gone through uh, the RTC and uh, SNL problems. Uh, uh, you know, .com, there was no they, you know, millions of square feet went dead in .com. Yeah. Um, and what happens is, and, and by the way, telecommuting, at one time, there were some big boys that had, you know, 40% of their workforce telecommuting. That's work at home, by the way. It's the yeah. same thing people are talking about now. They brought them all back. So I, I, I'm a big believer on the, the glass half full. And I think people will start coming back. The, the issue we have, just like .com, where you had a bunch of 23-year-old um, or 30-year-old is going to be a millionaire in three years, and then it blew up. I, I, I think what you're going to see is, and, and I'm seeing it now, I've, I've, you know, I've got people that I talk to that are in that age bracket and they're, they're they're excited they don't have to work at home two two days a week or whatever i i, I that will come back 
to give back is to have some of these kind of events. I mean, if I'm, if I'm sitting there with a big company with a marketing budget, I would sit down and figure out, okay, how do I bring a group together where, I, you know, you know, as, as I, like I mentioned to you in the past, you have, I don't know, you, you have 30 people, but really your, your targets are, you know, probably uh, four or five people. I, I think I've shared the story in the past with you. I, I was on a, a, a big yacht deal in, uh, down in Fort Lauderdale. And there was a hundred people on it and it was a class A. I mean, I'm talking, it, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was unbelievable. And I went up to my buddy, he was an attorney. I said, Hey, how do how do all these people, I know I can't afford this boat. How do all these people afford this boat? And he looked at me and said, because you're interesting. You're filler. There's only three people on this boat that can afford the boat. Yeah. And if you can get in that mode now where you're trying to put people together and in person, do it right. And those relationships will start coming because no matter what everyone says about work at home or whatnot, people are still going to have to meet. And right. if you can be a leader in that, and there's some groups doing that, but they're, they're, they're doing it more now. There's people that actually have these groups and they sell the group. I mean, it's all, you know, there's drink tickets and all that other stuff, but it's the actual purity of it is trying to put yourself in front of people in group settings. And I'm telling you, if you have group meetings where you start meeting people in that genre, Right. Then the, the meeting is going to be in their office next time. You can say, hey, can I stop by for a cup of coffee? And I think that's the key where you start that real relationship with that cup of coffee, but it's coming from someone that met you at a, a bigger networking event. So I, I, I lead the way with networking in an event area because then all of a sudden people start, you know, that's interesting. And then, you know, getting back in person or <laughs> always find out what somebody's personal world is. So if, if you can find out somebody's a passionate about, uh, whatever they're passionate about, and you can get in, into a social group that has passions. Those people meet all the time. There's right. amazing how many private airline, uh, private pilot groups there are, or uh, Ferrari clubs, or what? I mean, there's clubs for everything. Those people are all meeting back together again. Absolutely. So you can find ways to circumvent the I can't meet, and because that rule I think is gone, it's just they're not in the office. Yeah. So you got to find a way to get them in the office. All right. And, well, Brett, uh, hey, we're at time, my friend. That was awesome, dude. And we'll uh, we'll do it again for sure. You obviously share lots of great wisdom, but great to have you on our show today. Truly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. Please tune in weekdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific to hear our latest shows. As always, you can track me on Twitter at HT Advisor and use the hashtag ThisJustInRadio so we can respond to your comments from the show. If you missed any of this episode and want to hear more, all my shows are posted at Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Google Play, and tune in. And also you can check us out uh, some of the new content at JustinBarnes.com. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. 